Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. separated what's up everybody welcome to episode number 29 of the jay's weekend wrestling podcast brought to you by the snd podcast channel i am jay bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling we are literally three weeks away from you know, uh, Christmas time or New Year's or what, uh, when it comes to professional wrestling, it is pretty much like we've mentioned before, probably the end and the beginning of uh, the wrestling season. If, if you want to pertain it to football or, or, or basketball or any other sport, this is the, the Olympics. This is the Super Bowl. Uh, anything you want to uh, pertain it to or compare it to, this is what it is for, rest, for professional wrestling. That is what WrestleMania is. So we are three weeks away from WrestleMania 34 and NXT TakeOver New Orleans. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know I, I don't know how to feel in terms of the card. Uh, it, it's, it, it's interesting. It's a decent card. Hell, it, it's, I think it's an underrated card on paper. I, I think it's going to be an enjoyable show. Not for nothing. Um, but I'll get into the card a little bit later. Um there are probably about nine to ten confirmed matches already, and there are some matches that are still up in the air, and it just begs the question how long. I mean, the show's going to start at seven, and you figure a preview show starting at five, so you figure there's going to be a ton of matches crammed into this six, seven-hour show. It's going to be interesting, and then you combine that with about the four or five-match card. For NXT TakeOver New Orleans, you, you figure we're going to have at least 20 matches in, in a matter of two days uh, of, of pro wrestling. And then you add in the WWE Hall of Fame. It's going to be it's going to be an awesome. It's going to be a pretty cool weekend, man. Um, I actually inquired on going to New Orleans. But uh, you know what, man? Uh, I have these uh, these gimmicks in the mail that come in the mail and they and they you know and they go through my phone and and they let me know when they're coming uh it's called bills and and I have to pay those so I couldn't uh <laughs> so I couldn't make the trip out to New Orleans this year but they made the announcement as of last night or this morning I want to say um that WrestleMania 35 next year is going to be in my old neck of the woods in New York City well, technically Jersey, but they want to say New Jersey, New York, uh, you know, whatever the hell that means. But um, it's going to be in MetLife Stadium next year. And I figured, you know what? I live in Florida. I'll just save up some dough and uh, I'll head over to, to my old stomping ground next year and I'll head to WrestleMania 35. Um, I went to WrestleMania 29, that which was in MetLife Stadium. And uh, it was a cool time, man. I mean, I was in the nosebleeds, but you know what, man? Uh for the most part, it was it was a pretty cool show and a cool experience. Went with the wife, had a good time. Um, so yeah, with that being said, with this with this show here, episode number twenty nine, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna talk about the last stop 
before WrestleMania 34, which was the Fast Lane pay per view, which took place about two weeks back as of this as of this Sunday. And um, I'm gonna get into this week's Monday Night Raw, this week's SmackDown. I'm gonna talk about NXT. Uh, I'm gonna give my next edition of Jay's pay per view rewind, which will be um, uh, WrestleMania 14. Going up against, I want to say, Super Brawl from WCW, unless I did that one last time. Um, <laughs> I, I had notes with me, uh, but I lost them. <laughs> so uh, it's definitely, it's going to be one. No, no, I'm sorry. It just hit me. It is WCW Uncensored 98 going up against WWE's WrestleMania 14. Um, that's coming later. And then uh, I'll get into... Uh, a bit of little tidbits of news that have come out within the past week. Um, and then I'll get into the NXT TakeOver card and the WrestleMania card. I'm not going to give predictions because I'm going to save that for the for episode 30, which I'm excited about because it's going to be a pretty decent show. It's going to be a big show. No uh, Paul White puns intended, but uh, it, I'm going to just throw it out there. Screw it. Um, episode 30 is going to be the WrestleMania preview slash NXT TakeOver uh, New Orleans uh, preview show. And um, I'm going to have a few guys with me. Hopefully I can get all of them on here uh, with, no, with, no, uh, with no issues. Uh, uh, this is going to be a show that, uh, we, that we tried to do two years ago uh, when during the Pull No Punches podcast days. Um, and we had the Clean Finish Wrestling show. That was myself and Izzy is real. And we tried to get with Steve and Dan of the S&D podcast, and we tried to all get on one show and and uh, and, and and just, you know, uh, uh, shoot the shit and, and, and have a good time. And uh, technical difficulties uh, stopped that, so uh, that didn't take place. But um, I'm going to try to do that this time. So for episode 30, for the WrestleMania slash NXT preview show, I'm going to have Izzy Israel and Steve and Dan from the S&D podcast on, and we're going to have a big old WrestleMania-style big feel show here. You know what I mean? So uh, we're, I'm going to try to get that together either the week of WrestleMania or, you know, probably the end of next week. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm going to try to get it for the week of so it's right there. You know what I mean? So hopefully we'll get that done, and uh, it's going to be a big show. So with that being said, let's get right down to it. Fast lane, which took place two weeks ago. Um, it, it was it was an interesting show. It was decent. It wasn't bad. Um, let's get into these matches real quick. Do, 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 do. Um, uh, like I said, I had my notes, but I lost them. So now I have to resort to looking at the Wikipedia. Um, it's funny. In the background, just a, a little sidetrack. I'm actually watching WrestleMania 13 in the background as I do this show. Um, and obviously this is the, the, the WrestleMania where, uh, the submission match between Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin and the main event was Undertaker and Sid. Interesting. But, <laughs> but right now we got Mankind and Vader managed by Paul Bearer coming out and they're going to wrestle Owen Hart, the late Owen Hart and the British Bulldog too. Oh, the late British Bulldog as well. Um, for the tag team titles, this should, I haven't seen this match in, in easily 15 years, so this should be interesting, but uh, back to the show, back to the regularly scheduled program, so, uh, we had a dark match, and it was, uh, Breezango and Ty Dillinger defeating Mojo Rawley, Chad Gable, and Shelton Benjamin, they went about 7 minutes, 25 seconds, I did not see the preview, I did not see the pre-show, um, I got home just in time 
to catch Nakamura and Rusev. Uh, I heard this was a good a good match, good fast pace, um, but I didn't see it, so I can't really say much about it. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev in the in the in the first match of the night in 14 minutes and 50 seconds. This was a good match. I enjoyed this match a lot. Um, I'm really enjoying Rusev as his, uh, I guess, tweener, because technically he's supposed to be a heel, but everybody loves him and Aiden English together. Uh, the character is really working well. This Rusev Day thing is really uh, shooting, uh, shooting, you know, shoot, uh, shooting up. You know what I mean? It's really doing uh, a good, th- a good job, and uh, the fans love it. So the Rusev Day thing is working, and everybody loves Shinsuke. So it, it was a good quality match. Shinsuke Nakamura winning with the Kinshasa, and uh, it was, it was, it was a good match. Um, oh, man, I, I really didn't like this, but uh, hopefully. Um, when we get into the WrestleMania card and we speak on the rematch, hopefully the, the tide turns, but, uh, Randy Orton made history, uh, defeating Bobby Roode for the United States title in 19 minutes and 15 seconds. It was a good match. I'm not going to shit on the match. I just did not want Randy Orton to win, even though, uh, it was a good match. Come with an RKO as, uh, Bobby Roode came off the top rope. Um, now, Randy Orton is the Grand Slam champion, winning every belt the company has to offer. The only belt he did not win was the one he just won, and that was the U.S. title. Um, and at WrestleMania is going to be a rematch between Bobby Roode and Randy Orton, but the only caveat is Jinder Mahal is going to be in the match, too. So we'll see about that. Um, next match was a tag team women's division match. It was Natalia and Carmella defeating Becky Lynch and Naomi. They're really focusing on Carmella, considering she is Miss Money in the Bank. They're making her a little bit more vicious in the ring. Uh, she's doing a lot of brute-style brute moves. You know, she's tearing hair out. She's, uh, you know, they're making her a little bit more vicious in the ring because she, she's kind of seen as a joke. But, uh, you know, it was it was okay. It wasn't anything to, to write home about, and it wasn't anything to sneeze at either. It was okay. Um, next match, the Usos and the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships was a no contest because they all got attacked and beaten down by, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, um, came out and viciously beat up everybody. And poor Xavier Woods got the worst of it when they pretty much put him in a double powerbomb type move right onto the, to the steps. And, uh, you know, they left the path of destruction. So from the looks of it, for WrestleMania, it looks like it's going to be another triple threat uh, for the tag team titles with uh, the Usos, New Day, and uh, Harper and Rowan. Um, Next up, Charlotte Flair defeated Ruby Riot with the figure eight. And uh, she defended her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship in 13 minutes and 45 seconds. And then at at the end of the match, to everyone's surprise, Asuka's music hits. And Asuka hits the ring, and she makes her she makes her choice to who she wants to fight at WrestleMania, and it will be Asuka and Charlotte. So that's going to be pretty good. And the main event six pack challenge for the WWE Championship: AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and Sami Zayn in 21 minutes and 55 seconds. This uh, pretty much set up, um, you know, solidified AJ Styles defending the title against Shinsuke Nakamura. And it pretty much, uh, you know, just settled the whole what uh, Shane McMahon is doing at WrestleMania um, because he screwed Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in one match. But when I get into the SmackDown review, we will really, uh, I have an idea 
of what's going to happen at WrestleMania between Sammy, Kevin Owens, and uh, Shane McMahon. But uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, the pay per view was fine. It was a uh, it was a it was a fun show. It wasn't it wasn't great, but uh, it wasn't nothing to to write. It wasn't nothing to sneeze at either. I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent show. Um, you know, overall it was okay. Last pay per view before WrestleMania, and uh, you know, it was good. It wasn't bad. So let's get into Monday Night Raw from this past week. I actually fin- <laughs> it's Saturday, by the way. I actually finished Raw. Um, this morning, I DVR'd it. Uh, so let's get into the results. Um, do, 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 do. What's going on? Um, I have it here. What's happening here? Do, do, do. Oh, by the way, this week coming, uh, Monday Night Raw this Monday night will be the ultimate deletion match, which should be pretty great. <laughs> Hopefully they, uh, they you know do it justice. But um, Roman Reigns confronted uh, Mr. McMahon. This was interesting. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make it real. They're trying to make it. Uh, you know, uh, let's break down the fourth wall. You know what I mean? First, it starts off with Kurt Angle coming out to the ring, uh, uh, putting over his match at WrestleMania with he and Ronda Rousey going up against Triple H and Stephanie, and then he mentioned uh, the match for the Universal Title with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Um, and then he mentions once again Brock Lesnar is not in the arena tonight and he did not make it. So Roman Reigns comes out and he pretty much blames uh Mr. McMahon. So he goes all the way to the back, uh which is funny because they show Vince and they show Shane, who is the commissioner for Monday Night Raw for, for SmackDown, and he's in the back um working on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so Vince McMahon tells Roman Reigns to calm himself down, come to his office, and then they go to commercial and they come back and Vince McMahon tells Renee Young pretty much that Roman Reigns is temporarily suspended and that next week on Raw, Brock Lesnar will for sure make an appearance to on the show. So there that goes. Um, Sasha Banks defeated Sonya Deville. Uh, she had Bayley outside with her. But at the end of the match, Bailey left and left Sasha to get beat up by all of Absolution. Um, so this is pretty much setting up some sort of rumored match that's been going on for WrestleMania for Sasha Banks and Bailey. But from what I've read and from what I've seen, I don't know how true it is. I've heard that since they've had they have so many matches lined up for Mania that that match will probably get scrapped and they will be a part of the Women's Battle Royal. And, and uh, good segue because I'm gonna get into that right now. The Women's Battle Royal was originally named after the Fabulous Moolah, calling it the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal, which is another take on the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but we got to give something for the women. So the reason for the name change, if a lot of you don't know the history of the Fabulous Moolah and why there was such an uproar online and, 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 and a lot of other places about the name, it's because, yeah, Fabulous Moolah was a legendary wrestler, but the woman outside of the ring was uh, not a nice individual, to put it to put it lightly. She was pretty much uh, a pimp for a lot of the female wrestlers back in the day. She would use them uh, uh, to get money. She would use them, uh, uh, you know, she... 
she was just literally uh, not a nice individual, <laughs> to put it that way. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, and and a lot of people know this about her. You know what I mean? If you look at a lot of women wrestler shoot interviews from women from back in the day, they'll tell you how much of a horrible person the fabulous Moolah was. Um, she held a lot of women down if she didn't like them. Um, she was just, you know, she was just a t uh, not a good human being. So for all the uproar online over the name, step, uh, WWE made an announcement that they have removed any reference to Fabulous Moolah when it comes to this battle royal, and it will just be a WrestleMania women's battle royal. So there that goes. And I guess Sasha and Bayley, if there's no room for them on the card, which I don't think there is, they're going to put them in that women's battle royal. Um... Sheamus and Cesaro have an open challenge. Well, they had one. They had an open challenge for their Raw Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. But at this point, they pretty much uh, get jumped by every tag team on the roster. And then they go to the back and say they want to get traded to SmackDown because they feel so disrespected. And um, Kurt Angle makes a decision that there will be a tag team battle royal at the end of the night. And whoever wins that will be the challengers for Sheamus and Cesaro at WrestleMania. So uh, that was the main event. Um, but before that, John Cena comes out. And he just flat out said that uh, his road to WrestleMania is not over. If anything, worst case scenario, he will go to WrestleMania as a fan. He'll get a ticket and sit in the front row. But then he got into the ring and said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to challenge The Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. And the crowd goes apeshit because everybody knew that's what it was going to be. There, there was a bunch of rumors going around that Cena will wrestle Rey Mysterio. But unfortunately, uh, Rey Mysterio got hurt. So that, that even if that was going to be the case, which I always knew in my mind that it was going to be Cena Undertaker. I never really, you know, it doesn't make sense for Cena and Mysterio. Mysterio made one appearance at the Royal Rumble, didn't make one sense, and then he got hurt. So it was like, there's... Really no rhyme or reason to have Rey Mysterio and John Cena in a random match at WrestleMania 34. Um, I always knew it would be Undertaker. I always thought the match would be Cena and Undertaker. Even though I don't... If you ask me my preference, I wouldn't want Undertaker wrestling anyway. But that's neither here or there. Um, Cena threw out the challenge. Cena said the, the only person that's not make, letting this match happen is the Undertaker himself. He was like, if it was up to the WWE and I'm not allowed to do this, then they will cut off my mic and they will have security escort me from the building. So he kept saying, I'm challenging The Undertaker. I'm challenging The Undertaker. Well, my mic is still on and security's not taking me out. So I guess the only person that's not letting this match happen is The Undertaker himself. I know you're in shape because you keep posting workout videos on your wife's Instagram. And that made the whole crowd pop. Um... So, yeah, man, uh, it's going to happen. And the rumor mill going around is that maybe it's the American badass version of The Undertaker that's going to come out of WrestleMania, considering Kid Rock got uh, announced as the, the Celebrity Wing Hall of Fame inductee, which is, ugh, which is ridiculous, but whatever. I'm not going to get into Kid Rock. But it, it makes a lot of sense that the American badass version of The Undertaker will probably make the last ride and make the appearance at WrestleMania. And, and if that happens, I would like to see Thugonomics John Cena. Well, why the hell not? You know what I mean? If we're going to go that route, uh, those two had some pretty good matches as the American Badass and the Doctor of Thugonomics. So why not? Um, 
You had Finn Balor defeating Seth Rollins. Uh, obviously, it's going to be Finn Balor and Seth Rollins going up against The Miz in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title. And there's rumors going around that they're going to add more people to the match, which uh, uh, the, the, I feel like this WrestleMania is cluttered. It's just <laughs> they have so many guys on the roster that they have to use. That it's just it's just cluttered. You have triple threat matches, tag team matches, four way matches, uh, uh, triple threat tag team matches. Yeah, battle royals. You trying to get every single body on there, and it's like it, this thing just feels like clutter. You know what I mean? But whatever. Um, you have Asuka in the ring, and she's uh, about to explain why she chose Charlotte. And then you have Mickey James and Alexa Bliss coming out and cutting promos on her and all that stuff. And obviously, uh, Asuka's strong suit is not the promo department. She's she's a she's a worker in the ring, and that's pretty much about it. You know what I mean? But uh, she ends up uh, fighting Mickey James. She defeats Mickey James with the Asuka lock. Um, and then we go to the back, and uh, Alexa Bliss goes up to Nia Jax. And she's like, oh, why didn't you come out to the ring with us? I called you, you know, this and this, that and that. And Nia said she got a match coming up. And then long story short, Nia Jax defeats uh, her uh, enhancement talent challenger, Joan King. And afterwards, it cuts to a, a screen in the back of Alexa Bliss and Mickey James talking down to Nia Jax, uh, thinking no one can see or hear them, um, and, and pretty much making Nia Jax cry and, and angry and making her into a sympathetic monster and pretty much leading up to what's what we're going to have, which is a match between Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss for the WWE Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, this should be interesting. I mean, uh, Nia Jax being a sympathetic character, and if that's the case, early booking for me, obviously I would have Nia Jax win the championship, but we'll get to that point later on. Uh, when, when I get into the WrestleMania preview, uh, on uh, the next episode, um, Woken Matt Hardy revealed the Woken family, <laughs> as I said earlier, the ultimate deletion match will take place next week. This is obviously a take on, uh, Impact Wrestling's final deletion, um, uh, that they had uh, a couple years back. But uh, this time it's with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, and he announced who, the Woken family, Queen Rebecca, King Maxwell, Lord Wolfgang, and Senior Benjamin, along with the drone, Vanguard One, is going to be waiting for Bray Wyatt. So this should be cool. I mean, obviously, I have not mentioned Jeff Hardy um, or Brother Nero, if Brother Nero makes an appearance. Um, Jeff Hardy did get arrested for a DWI this past week. Or a DUI, I'm not sure, one of the two. But uh, driving while while intoxicated or, or whatever the case. So uh, we'll see. I mean, from what I understand, they recorded it already. And they're going to play it this Monday on Raw. But um, And from what I read online and from what I heard, I don't know if the sources are true or not. But uh, Jeff Hardy was involved. So we'll probably get Brother Nero in this match. But um, you know it should be fun. Those those deletion matches are always fun and uh, entertaining. It's a shame that it's not on Mania, and uh, these guys don't really have anything for Mania. But uh, you know I guess Mania was so um, 
is so oversaturated with matches already. I guess they figured, let's do this beforehand. I think this would have been a cool pre-show match for Mania to show this on the screen and not have this on the main show where people are sitting there for hours already and then you're going to have them watch a screen. So I think this would have been perfect for the WrestleMania pre-show. But it is what it is. We're getting that next week. Uh, then the main event was the ta- was the tag team battle royal to determine the number one contenders for the bar, and the winner was Braun Strowman. <laughs> he was not even advertised, but he came out on the screen and said, "You know, I don't have a match at WrestleMania, but you know what? I'm gonna make my own mark, and someone's gonna get these hands." So <laughs> that's my uh, little attempt at a. Uh, you know, sounding like Braun. Um, but he comes out and he cleans house and he throws every team out and it ends with Braun celebrating and Sheamus and Cesaro looking confused. Um, so obviously the question is, who's going to be Braun Strowman's tag team partner at WrestleMania? The first answer that everybody's coming up with, and it's the first one I did too, is Elias. Because Elias doesn't have a match either. And him and Braun have been feuding. Um, but I have another, I have another, uh, suggestion and I'm gonna bring this up at the WrestleMania preview shoot preview, preview show, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and see what the guys think uh, of this idea. But I don't know if he's ready, but I see Samoa Joe making a return and being Braun Strowman's tag team partner. I think that'll be much better than Elias. Um, even though Elias is very popular right now, he's doing his thing. But there was a there was a, a thing going around where Elias was saying he's gonna put on the best performance ever at WrestleMania. So I figured I have another idea for Elias, and it kind of coincides with what Vince Russo thinks they should do with Elias, and that's put him against Jeff Jarrett of all people. Um, what I think is Elias could do his uh, performance, and um, Jeff Jarrett could come out as a surprise performer. And then uh, Jeff Jarrett turns on him, and then he he does his performance for uh, that song that he had back uh, back in the day, um, "My Baby Tonight." You know that'll be interesting. But once again, uh, I'll bring that up during the next episode. See what the guys think. Maybe we can have a little debate. Uh, but yeah, man. So Braun Strowman wins the battle royal. That ends Raw. <clears throat> We're gonna get in SmackDown right now. Um, so yeah. With each passing show is is shaping up, and uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. Let's get into these results right here for SmackDown really fast. Um, I'm not gonna be on this show long, man. I'm just, I'm not feeling very well, so <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna run through this as as quickly as I can. Run through all these results, and then uh, get into the cards, and then I'm pretty much gonna call that a night, cause uh, you know once again I'm under the weather and. Uh, you know, I'm going to save all my strength for the for the 30th episode. <laughs> so uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura pretty much had a, had a heated discussion uh, about their intentions for WrestleMania. Um, and then AJ Styles had a match with Rusev, which uh, he won by disqualification. Because um, I think he, he got attacked by, uh, by Aiden English and, and Rusev, so... Um, the Bludgeon Brothers defeated Jimmy Uso and Big E, so an attempt to get some sort of revenge, uh, Jimmy tagged up with Big E, uh, to get, go after the Bludgeon Brothers, but, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers won that match. Uh, I, I see Harper and Rowan as, as the tag team champions. I think it's long overdue, 
and unfortunately they're going to win the belts under this silly gimmick um, that they're in. I think they should have won the titles back in 2015, but uh, that's just me. Um, Charlotte Flair and Asuka went face-to-face to to cut each other down and let each other know who's the best going to be at WrestleMania 34. Um, Then Bobby Roode and uh, Jinder Mahal and and, and Randy Orton were talking crap to each other. This was like the show of of cutting promos on each other. A lot of talking. Jinder Mahal defeated Bobby Roode, probably with the help of the distraction by Randy Orton. So we're going to get that triple threat match, like I said earlier, for the United States title. Carmella defeated Naomi in uh, in a couple minutes. Like I said, they're pushing Naomi. They're, they're pushing Carmella because she's missed money in the bank. Um, Shane McMahon had an announcement for WrestleMania, and uh, he announced that it will be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Then they both came out and they viciously assaulted Shane McMahon. They viciously beat his ass. <laughs> they took him out, man. They put his neck in a steel chair and threw him up against the ring post. They they did all sorts of craziness to Shane McMahon. Took him to the backstage area, power bombed him on some sort of crate or or something like that. And and they really put a beating on Shane, man. Now here. Is my idea for WrestleMania. If, if it was a perfect world for me. Seeing this happen. Daniel Bryan is returning next week. What if we had Shane McMahon. And Daniel Bryan. Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I don't know if Daniel Bryan is cleared. I don't know if WWE. Obviously WWE knows something that we don't. When it comes to Daniel Bryan. But I see that happening. I see Shane and Brian versus Owens and Zayn. And if that's the case, remember the last WrestleMania, the the last time Daniel Bryan was in a WrestleMania at New Orleans, he won the WWE Championship. So it is going to be freaking interesting, man, to see how this plays out. Because if it was if it was me in a perfect world. Daniel Bryan returns at WrestleMania 34. Um, let's get into NXT from this past week. I literally just finished watching this like an hour ago. <laughs> Pretty much, man. For, uh, that's a, that, I literally just finished watching this. Um, Sanity defeated Rick, Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli in the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, so they, the... That tournament is going. Obviously, the the winner of the tournament is going to get a shot at the NXT Tag Team Championship at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Um, Tommaso Ciampa came out and then left. (laughs) He came out and the crowd started just letting him have it, booing and calling out for Johnny Johnny Wrestling, you know, Johnny Gargano. And uh, Tommaso Ciampa just uh, seems to be on the verge of a breakdown. And uh, just walked, just walked out. Um, obviously, it's going to be Tommaso Champion Johnny and uh, Johnny Gargano, and what they're calling a non-sanctioned match, which is pretty much a hardcore match uh, at NXT Takeover New Orleans, and that should probably steal the show along with other the crazy matches that are going down. Um, Dakota Kai defeated Lacey Evans very fast, and then she was about to get attacked by uh, the girl that broke her arm a couple months back, and uh, Shayna Baszler. And then uh, Shayna Baszler got run off by uh, 
by Ember Moon, and it's going to be a rematch at NXT TakeOver. It's going to be Ember Moon defending the NXT Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. Um, and then another first-round match of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the Street Profits defeated Heavy Machinery. Um, then in the main event, you had Pete Dunne defeating Adam Cole by disqualification. Alistair Black in the face. Alistair Black walked away and said, you know, it's kind of good that you came here alone because I didn't. And then the wife of Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, came out and beat the hell out of Zelina Vega, leaving her laying as the show goes off the air. <clears throat> it was a, you know, fun show. NXT's always, you know, full of fun. <laughs> now, uh, let, really quick, I'm going to get into the, to the cards. For NXT TakeOver New Orleans and WrestleMania 34. And uh, after that, I'm going to do my next edition of Jay's Pay-Per-View Rewind. And that's pretty much going to be the gist of this show, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a short one tonight, y'all. Um, but uh, let, real quick, let's get into the card uh, for NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Um, from how it looks so far, this is what uh, this is what it's going to be. Um, they haven't aired the the they haven't aired the the shows that are gonna show all these dudes in there so far but this is what it is so far uh ember moon like i just said is defending the nxt women's championship against Shayna baszler you have andrade cian alamos defending the nxt championship against alistair black you have for the triple there's gonna be a triple threat match for the nxt tag team championship <laughs> and for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy, uh, is going to be Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong versus the Authors of Pain versus the Undisputed Era. Uh, apparently, Adam Cole might be doing double duty because uh, from what I saw, uh, Bobby Fish had to get surgery done to, uh, I think, his elbow. I'm not sure. Forgot if it was his arm or something like that, but he needed surgery, so he's going to be out for a little while. So I think Adam Cole is going to be with Kyle O'Reilly to go against the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. And uh, the first match of the night is going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be a ladder match for the newly formed NXT North American Heavyweight Championship, and it's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dudes. The Velveteen Dream. Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, Adam Cole, the debuting Ricochet, and the debuting EC3. So that's going to be a freaking awesome, awesome card. And then they haven't announced it yet, but like I said a few minutes ago, it's going to be Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa in, uh, 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 you know, in a non-sanctioned hardcore street fight style uh, match and that, that card is going to be freaking awesome man it's going to be really cool 
And then real quick, <laughs> this WrestleMania card, which has the ability to to have anywhere from <laughs> anywhere from 12 to 17 matches. I mean, this, this is going to be insane. This is going to be ridiculous. Here's what the the matches are so far. Okay. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, which I just told you what I think that's going to be. So that's one. You have the Women's Battle Royal. You have Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. You have the, the tournament final for the 205 Live Cruiserweight Championship. It's going to be Cedric Alexander, who's already there, either going against Mustafa Ali or Drew Gulak. And I think it's going to be Drew Gulak. You have The Bar versus Braun Strowman. And my idea for his partner is going to be Samoa Joe. And it could very well be Elias for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. You have Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the WWE SmackDown Women's Title. Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode. And you can damn sure they'll probably throw Jinder Mahal in there. You got The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. You have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. And you have AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE SmackDown tag uh, heavyweight title. Now, here's a little bit of bad news that just came out. I think uh, either, uh, last night's uh, Madison Square Garden show, uh, AJ Styles got hurt. He injured himself. Um, from the looks of it, it was one of his legs. Uh, apparently, the referees put up the X and helped him out of the arena. Hopefully, it's not too serious. Hopefully, we can get uh, AJ for Mania so he can have that match with Shinsuke. Um, you know, man, this is shitty timing to get hurt. And at the same time, do we really need our main guys to do house shows at this point with only a couple of weeks away from Mania? You know, they need to cut these guys some uh, a break. You know what I mean? Mania is a couple of weeks away. We don't need AJ Styles doing house shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> But uh, you know, from the looks of it, he got he got hurt. Hopefully, it's not bad. Hopefully, it's nothing serious. Um, yeah, and then you got you got you know you got the Andre the Giant Battle Royal probably. Um, you got a uh, Sasha versus Bailey's a possibility. Um, damn, I had my notes. Who else uh, supposedly was gonna have a match? Um, but yeah, those are the confirmed matches so far. Uh, you have 12, like 10 or 12, 10 to 12 matches so far. Um, yeah, man. So that's the matches for, for Mania so far and NXT. And it, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, now let's get into Jay's Pay-Per-View Rewind to close out this show. Um, let's get into the matches for WCW uncensored 98 um do 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 get this here. here we go uncensored 98 from mobile alabama march 15th 1998 um let's see first match on the card we have booker t defeating Eddie Guerrero, and that was uh, to defend the WCW Television Championship. Match lasted 11 minutes, 8 seconds. That was a that was a pretty good match. Um, number two, you have Juventud Guerrero defeating Conan in 10 minutes, 21 seconds. You have Chris Jericho defeating Dean Malenko to retain, to retain the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Um, Lex Luger defeated Scott Steiner in 3 minutes. Sheesh. 
Um, Diamond Dallas Page defeated Raven and Chris Benoit for a triple threat match for the WCW United States Championship in 15 minutes and 53 seconds. That was match of the night. I'm throwing that out there right now. <laughs> it was because it was freaking dope. I remember that match like I, I saw that match at least 20 times growing up. Um, the Giant defeated Kevin Nash by disqualification. Uh, I think he threw coffee in his face, if I remember correctly. Um, Bret Hart defeated Kurt Hennig uh, in 13 minutes and 51 seconds. You have Sting defeated Scott Hall with Dusty Rhodes. Scott Hall finally got his WCW title match and lost in 8 minutes and 28 seconds. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the main event in a cage. Hollywood Hogan and Randy Savage went to a no contest. 15 minutes and 20 seconds. Ugh, we had Hogan and Savage in 98. <laughs> yeah, okay. So <laughs> let's get to WrestleMania 14. Um, I'll probably watch that after I finish WrestleMania 13 right here. But um, right now we have Stone Cold and Bret Hart in the background. Submission match with Ken Shamrock as the referee. This was the, 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 infamous, the infamous double turn. With uh, Bret and Austin. Austin started out as the heel. Bret Hart started out as the babyface. And uh, at the end of this match, when Bret Hart won and Austin didn't give up to the sharpshooter and passed out, Bret Hart started attacking him, which immediately made him a heel and made Austin the babyface. So this was a, a legendary match, you know, for, for uh, every sense of the word. Um, let's get into WrestleMania 14, which was pretty much the birth of a superstardom, if you will, for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, let's see here. Battle Royal to determine the number one contenders to the WWE Tag Team Championship. The winners was LOD 2000. Oh, that was very much remembered fondly. It was the Road Warriors, managed by Sonny. Uh, they, they won last eliminating the new Midnight Express, which was even more fantastic. Uh, Bodacious Bart and Bombastic Bob. Lovely. I'm sure Jim Cornette loved managing them. Um, <laughs> they won that battle royal in 8 minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. Taka Michinoku defeated Aguila, which later on would be known as S.A. Rios, um, in 5 minutes and 57 seconds. Triple H with China defeated Owen Hart to retain the WWE European Championship in 11 minutes and 29 seconds. Mark Merrow and Sable defeated the artist formerly known as Gold Dust and Luna Vachon in a mixed tag team match in 9 minutes and 11 seconds. The Rock with D'Lo Brown, Common Mustafa, and Mark Henry defeated Ken Shamrock by disqualification to, to defend the WWE Intercontinental title in 4 minutes and 49 seconds. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, Terry Funk, defeated the New Aged Outlaws in a dumpster match to win the WWF Tag Team Championship in 10 minutes. The Undertaker defeated Kane uh, with Paul Bearer in a singles match, 17 minutes, 5 seconds. That was a good match. And in the main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Shawn Michaels with Mike Tyson as the special outside referee in 20 minutes and 2 seconds to, to win for the first time the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Um, right off the bat, uh, WrestleMania took it. Right off the bat. The one thing I can say about Uncensored 
It had that match with DDP, Raven, and Chris Benoit. For me, that was probably the best match of the night for that card. And uh, besides probably Booker T and Eddie Guerrero, um, nothing really, you know, was over the top for me. You know, Bret Hart and Kurt Henning, you know, saw that in 1991, WWF Survivor Series, and didn't really care for it in 1998. Um, Savage and Hogan, please. That doesn't compare to Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels with Mike Tyson being out there. You have an, uh, uh, Kane, the Kane character, uh, you know, needing three tombstone pile drivers from The Undertaker to win that match. Uh, the dumpster match was fun with New Age Outlaws, Cactus Jack, and, and Terry Funk. Uh, the Rock and Ken Shamrock was decent. Triple H and Owen Hart. You know, so, so you had, and, and uh, uh, Takamichinoku and Aguila was a good match. So, you know, WWE was kind of pushing new stars. They started to push new talent. And with Austin being the champ now, uh, you, you got yourself a good deal there. So, you know what? For the first time in a while, WWF takes Jay's, week, Jay's uh, pay-per-view rewind here with WrestleMania 14. Um, defeating WCW's Uncensored 1998. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, with that with that being said, that was this week's episode. This was episode number 29 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. Once again, brought to you by the S&D Podcast channel. Um, you can catch us uh, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play Music, or wherever you get your podcast from. Just look for the S&D Podcast channel. And once you're there, look for your boy Jay, the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. So, like I said in the last episode, I have a lot of plans for this show, and it starts uh, next week or the week after when I do episode 30. I'm going to have the, the S&D podcast guys, Stephen Dan on, along with my boy Izzy Israel. We're going to get into WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver and the Hall of Fame and all that other good jazz, um, and I got a couple of uh, friends of mine who are actually independent wrestlers <laughs> who, are, who I'm going to try to get on this show. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I got, I, like I said, I got plans for the show mm -hmm. and, and they're pretty cool. So stay tuned for all that. Uh, yeah, man. So with that being said, I'm gonna finish seeing this double turn between, uh, Austin and Brett and, uh, probably go to sleep early tonight <laughs> so I can recoup. <laughs> so thank y'all for listening. This is Jay. I'll be back for episode 30 for the WrestleMania slash NXT preview show. Um, thanks for listening. I'll catch you on next time. Peace. The old school style will be